Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk to you about ego interferences when working with psychic messages, in particular, clairaudience, because the most recent episode we did was psychospiritual well-being and I've been telling you as we've been working on the brow chakra that this is where both intellect and psychic information are processed right through the brain, right? And so a lot of times or sometimes people can go through a bit of like, am I making this up? Is this real? Um, Is this my mind or is this truly psychic information or communication from outside of myself? Something kind of impressing information and imparting information on my soul. Because we process it through the brain, sometimes there can be a little bit of a wobbly experience. So I wanted to get into that now, even though I haven't really jumped into the psychic terrain and all the different um, levels where you can engage in conversation and communication. But I think this is a great place to have this episode, actually. And I do hope you get a lot from today's time together. If this is your first time joining Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer, (laughs) go back to the beginning, go back to the beginning, because these episodes build one upon another. So you are just like, I don't even know if you're diving in now. Good luck to you. But what it is, is it's my kind of masterclass, really, in psychic development and spiritual awareness. Um, And I am teaching everything I know through this uh, podcast and all the episodes here. And I've just um, wanted to let you know that I've had mystical experiences my entire life. I'm really fine-tuned for this work. I've got it. It's in my astrology. It's in my numerology. It's in rah, 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 rah. And I've always talked to spirit. I just never always had the vocabulary and the words to what was happening. And so uh, as I grew up and got older and more um, nuanced in spirit world, working with spirit and also having outside experiences um, from other discussions and whatnot, I learned the language and the vocabulary that was actually not only suitable for me, but actually specific to what was occurring at the time. I am, I kind of consider myself a psychic snob because I do like to be as specific as I can with what's happening in the experience. It will just help everybody be on the same page. So um, I'm grateful and happy that you're joining in. And listen, I am not perfect, but I do strive to do my best. (laughs) And shouldn't we all? In this episode, you might hear me actually just being a medium where you hear me pause a lot as I listen to spirit and give an information and then I pass it on to you. I might also channel where I just (laughs) go, go, go and let them take over my body and my voice and speak. And um, definitely you're going to hear me. You, You might hear me mince words because I'm kind of trying to pull out of their field while at the same time talking to you and sometimes it can get turned around because uh, they want to have a more proactive participation than than I'm ready to let them. But I'm just going to let you know that from the beginning. As in most sessions, um, I might do a mix of all of the above. When I speak to you and say when we get messages from spirit, spirit I use as a kind of an overarching term to, um, to represent 
the spirit of any being that we are connecting with. We are working with our soul to connect with their soul, right? It's all on a soul level. <laughs> it's all on a soul level. And so I might stretch your belief patterns in all of this. Um, if you've been listening all along, then you know I've had experiences where I've talked to rocks and I've worked with other you know, mystics that talk to rocks, stuff like that. So in this episode two, I'm speaking to getting messages from all realms of spirit, all soul beings, all, you know, whatever, whether you can grok it or not. So those of you that talk to rocks or plants or the elements or um, animals or loved ones that have crossed or spirit guides or angels or um the divine aka great spirit aka all that is aka the universe um any and all of these realms we can get messages from and the way the messages come to us of course as you know have you been listening is through your soul awareness in the form of um you know, internal or external, the, the information can come with the um, outside eyes or the, the physical eyes or the physical ears, but it can also happen internally, right? This is the uh, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsensation, clair, um, uh, clairpensee, clairgustance, clairolfaction, clair, um, oh my God, look at me, spirit wants to come through. But I'm going to keep going. Claire sentiment. And of course, also the ways that we receive information empathically and even through our intuition, which is claircognizance, where there's no um, hearing, seeing, feeling physical or feeling emotional. It's just a knowing. Claircognizance is just a knowing. And so spirit gets messages to us any way that they possibly can, right? And so when these experiences happen of connection and communication, they could either occur on an indirect or a direct level. So there's direct and indirect communication. Sometimes I prefer indirect communication because they're so easily recognizable, right? I mean, if we can recognize that it's actual communication, they are concrete and outside of ourselves, right? We may be putting a question out to the universe or to a loved one that has crossed. And as confirmation or answer to the question, we might read a passage, we open up a book and there's the words right there in front of us, or it's the next chapter in the next chapter title in our book we're reading, or maybe we see a loved one's name all over the place and we're wondering if they're thinking of us and then we see their name or whatever. These are um, indirect ways that we receive messages from spirit realm. Then there are direct ways of communication. And the direct ways of communication happen through all of those areas of the soul awareness that I just told you. And I'm going to focus specifically on clairaudience. <laughs> oh my God, this being is still around. So um, specifically on clairaudience, because that's where things can get confusing, right? And so sometimes you have to deal with the operating system, this being is saying, you know, first and foremost, it's the operating system of the person that's receiving the information. 
<laughs> but it's also the operating system and the kind of the um, uh, the area of expertise for the person delivering the information, especially if it is clairaudiently. So if it comes in as a voice, right? Sometimes with the medium or the channel or the, well, no, not really channel, actually. That was me. So this is where both sharing in my brain. You're <laughs> both sharing my airspace. Medium, if the medium, who, the person who's hearing the message and then passing it along, because channel means it would be direct and there wouldn't be a whole lot of ego interference for the person that is delivering the message, right? So when I, when I or anyone else acts as a medium, they get the information and then they pass it along. They get the information and they pass it along. Now, even if they're feeling this as a subtle sensation on their body, or this is you too, right? Intra-psychic rapport. When you're having conversation with spirit realm and you're getting information, you might have it happen through all the ways that we receive psychics information as impressions on the soul, right? The inner ear, the psychic ear, if you will, the the even though you might feel it on the skin, right? As a clear sensation or clear sentiment in the heart or the emotions, or you might have um, a vision, so you might have clairvoyance experience. All of these impressions, if you will, on your soul have to be processed through the brain for comprehension. And so sometimes it's, um, if, if we're not so versed or, uh, you know, really uh, having been worked with our skill set to develop it so that we're really understanding how it works and the nuances, we might miss messages or we might all of the sudden, you know, take over the conversation spirit says when we're getting a message from spirit, when we're working in our journal time or our dream time, where we're writing out and experiencing how we want life to be and we're connecting with spirit to kind of help us on this journey. Listen, I will get to this later, even though they just said Constance, we'll get to this later. We're gonna do this. I'm, I'm just saying it like, Oh my God, Constance, we'll get to this later, but more so right now, we wanna talk about ego, ego interference. So. Anytime in your journal time where you're writing things down and you're trying to connect with spirit or a loved one on the other side, and you feel like, great, this is the information, it's coming through, it's coming through. The, the interesting thing is it's really easy when it's in their voice, right? When you walk into a room and it's in spirit's voice or you hear it in your head and it's in spirit's voice, that's almost easier, right? It, 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 it's trickier when it's in your thoughts, in your own head. So when it's an internal experience, when it's external, easy peasy, because that sound came from outside of you. And then when it's internal, you have to discern whether or not, is this my conscious mind? Is this my ego mind? Or is this, you know, even bubbling up from my subconscious? Or is an experience that is happening to me and into my thoughts? Or have I begun the conversation and the dialogue? So this is where you can help yourself understand whether it's ego interference or spirit communication, actually. So pause record thank you spirit for that break <laughs> so what happens is, is when you're having this internal dialogue if you will right between you and spirit realm it's interesting when you sit and you're 
setting the intention to have communication and you're going back and forth, question, answer, or experience. And spirit wants to remind us that oftentimes we have to pose questions. Unless they're a real chatterbox, we have to initialize the conversation so that we can actually, you know, spirit, especially guides, and we'll get to that when we're, we're talking about them. Guides can tell us almost anything and everything, and certainly so can God and angels. That's why we have to come with conversation questions, right? To what it is that we want to work on or what do we want inspiration for? What do we want direction for? You know, life, love, happiness, whatever job. And, um, and all of these things are, you know, within the realm of experience of conversation. But, but so what happens is, is if we're really rusty as people on our skill set while we're tuning into spirit realm to have connection, if we're not really confident in our skills, then all of the sudden the ego can slip in and take over the conversation and run with it. And then we start actually, we are making it up. <laughs> it's not our true experience. This is why from the very beginning, Constance has said, put your hands on your heart and maintain a clear sensation connection while you're having Claire audience. That will make it so the brow chakra, the brain will have a less chance of interference because you're using two systems of your soul's discernment of truth at one time, right? And so this is a backup, right? And then it's also nice, get this, if you ask spirit, he says, ask us to write it out, write it on a chalkboard so that now you're seeing it clairvoyantly, you're seeing it, you're reading it, you're hearing it, you're feeling the connection as truth. These are not things that are beyond you. They're within your capacity to ask. And they're certainly within our capacity, the higher realm of spirit that you go to answer to the vibration that is truth for you. Now, when you work with hmm, lesser evolved spirits, hmm, maybe people that have just passed or people that can't accurately communicate where they have their own ego agenda, then it might be more difficult for them to write it out or have you, you know, have this uh, more advanced type of communication connection. Constance will get into this more in the mediumship selection of these podcast episodes. But for now, we're saying this because we know many of you are out there actually trying to do this or having been done this, doing this and having frustration, wondering, am I making this up? This seems so easy. Yes, it is easy, especially when it's a connection based on love. And also too, don't forget a lot of times when you say, what will make me happy? You already know inside, you've just been pushing it down. And so when spirit comes back with the answer, when soul comes back with the answer as the same, right? Your soul resonates with the idea of what spirit is bringing forward because it's supposed to, because your soul is alive and well, and you've just unearthed this truth. But sometimes when we're having conversation, you do have to hold it up and say, did you say that to us? You have to say, did you say that? Is this true? And you're going to feel it in your heart as truth. You're going to feel it. Now, what can cause ego complications and ego's restrictions and ego embellishments and ego interference? Having an agenda is one thing. And so before you start your meditation time, before you tune into you know, really um, captivated attention and, 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 you know, holding fast and spirits showing Constance this like 
engaged dialogue where you'd like sit opposite each other and really like hold on to each other to look to each other in the eye. When you're having this dedicated conversation time, you're going to set the stage for that. You're going to surround yourself with prayer and light like you've done. You're going to bring your um, auric, auric in, auric field in. You're going to douse with light and your intention is only to connect with truth and the highest truth no matter which realm you're connecting with. And so you're setting the stage in preparation that your intention is gonna shoot directly like an arrow right to where you wanna speak to or with. It doesn't matter if you're in the garden or out walking with rocks or chatting with a bird or talking with the divine most high entity consciousness. This is about what is your intention and that helps shift your vibration to a higher place, a lighter place where there's less ego interference. And if your intention is always pure and true to get actual conversation and connection, then you will notice when the connection feels a little vague or faltered or drops away or the information feels more cool or disconnected as opposed to light and engaging and like a magnet that's pulling you in and kind of coming and coming and coming and coming the information is coming and then you'll recognize when you mentally go in and doubt it or go is this real and so when you have that is this real kind of conversation take the bit that you're uncertain about hold it up to the light and be okay with being wrong be okay with it being an ego and and I ask, am I embellishing this? Is this true? Or ask, is this you or is this me? Ask it one at a time so that you can get clarity. Then to a point, you're going to come to a place where you understand the, the frequency of truth, the vibration of truth, and it's not going to get muddled up. It's not going to get murky. You're going to be very clear and focused in your directive communication. That's because if you're taking the time to sit with spirit daily, to sit with in your guided meditation, now that just means meditation, putting your brain to where it is you want it to go, right, with this intention, then you're going to have a bit more apt to understand and resonate with the comfort of that level. Now, again, what can interfere? Ego agenda, right? Ego agenda. And also too, your prism of your reality, which is also your prison of your reality. So let's say you've got experiences in your past that have set the stage for you to believe in a certain way and you can't expand your consciousness beyond that because you are set in your ways. That will also block the radiance of love, the radiance of truth, the expanded consciousness that you might experience because your mind is set in a certain way. So this is about you recognizing when you are limiting. So it's a limited belief, right? It's a limited belief where you won't allow yourself the full expansion of expression from spirit realm and the occurrence of what is happening. And so this is also a danger zone where you're working with information that can only reflect basically what you're living out of, the box that you're living out of. And so always in this work of spirit, you're guided by higher conscious levels. So it's soul expansive, it's soul awareness. It doesn't mean you, you know, you run out and necessarily change everything about your life. You settle into it and see how it feels as you're embracing this, these newfound awarenesses, these new ways of looking at night life, these new experiences or these expansions consciousness experiences. Pause, spirit, please. So your internal bias might prevent you, spirit says will prevent you from 
being a true truth seeker. It will limit your experience when you have any bias, whether it be from limited belief structures or anything that you were kind of impregnated with in regards to um, inculcations of how the way things should be as opposed to the way that things actually are. Any of these biases will hold you at a frequency in your communication efforts that might lean you towards ego embellishments that might make it that your ego has only what's being answered is, is directly relating to what's going to make you comfortable. And so sometimes spirit wants to have these magnanimous, miraculous experiences happen to you where in your meditation time, you're cert told certain things and you walk out the door and it's, and it happens. Whatever spirit has told you, it's playing alive out in your real world. You're running into the people that you, you've been knowing that you're getting. Spirit's going to give you messages. And then your responsibility out into the world is going to change because depending upon how okay you are with anything new happening and having your mind you know, essentially blown because of miracles that are overwhelming, <laughs> causing you to weep and kind of really shatter your small world, really. So the other thing is that, um, and this is Constance, I think, is <laughs> me, just me, is that, you know, there's this real um, experience that happens when we get um, direct communication from spirit that is either in our meditation time or our, our, our um, conversation time with spirit, our dedicated conversation time where we know we're engaging in conversation with spirit realm for assistance or for direction or whatever it is. And then outside of that time, we get hunches or, you know, either um, intuitive hits or these claircognizant downloads of awareness, just a knowing, 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 or hunches or kind of um, compelled feelings of that we want to go do something or go to a certain place and, you know, or see a certain person. This is also our soul lining up the mir miraculous. It's, it's our soul lining up, giving us opportunity for the answers that we've put out in our you know, in our time with spirit, our dedicated time with spirit or our soul that's been crying out to the cosmos for help or, or, um, kind of, uh, direction in certain areas of our life. And so this too, these hunches and knowings and all of this from our soul are also ways that we get messages. Now the messages can come, um, from our higher self, these hits, these, these hunches can come from my higher self. They could come as a response to some question we've posed to spirit realm, um, or whatever. And so in those moments that you get a hunch and you follow the hunch, you should ask who, who did this, who set me up or how did I know this? Or how did I know to go in this direction? You could be, it's you, your higher self, you co-created the experience, but it might also be like, okay, did I work alone? And, and is there more to the story? Is there someone else behind the scenes that's orchestrating this? And, um, you know, it's about being open, right? Remember early on in the lessons, it's fear, disbelief, and overeagerness can really throw off your psychic work. <laughs> you know, fear of just like this 
you know, you see the white light and you run afraid or you hear a voice and you run afraid and it's the voice, you know, you're afraid of the experience, not that it's a negative voice, it's a positive voice, but you're afraid of the experience. Don't be afraid of the experience. Your world might be cracked wide open. Your consciousness might be open so completely. Your heart might be open so completely that that may cause you to run in fear or it might destroy some belief systems. Mine were, you know, some of mine were shattered as the, the, the further along I got within the reality of this truth for me. And again, I'm, you know, this is me working through the experiences that I've had. And you might take the information that you learn here and run with it in your own direction down. You know, there's <laughs> many paths, you know, many, all rivers lead to the uh, the Ganges. Is that what the saying is? Is all paths, many ways to, you know, whatever, to higher consciousness. So um, it may be also that I lost my way and don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> I'm realizing as I'm letting this out that, you know, I could take a lot of these segments and make them their own podcast, you know, and it's really fascinating to me. So mostly what I wanted to express in this episode is the fact that when we have to process the experience, the psychic experience, the psychic means of communication through the brain, sometimes we, you know, struggle or doubt or have disbelief about the information coming in. And so that's why it's really important to kind of, you know, just like even with anybody in a physical world talking to you and something is said and you're like, wait, can I get more information there? <laughs> Where you're kind of like, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Um, you're kidding me. You know, tell me more. It is the same with spirit realm. So when you're having your dedicated prayer time or your dedicated time to listen to spirit, or even when you're, you know, walking in the woods and you're kind of trying to tune into a bird, I'll have you be doing that when we're getting into the animal kingdom. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's really about taking a big breath in and just clearing any kind of preconceived notions, asking for clarity in the experience and the connection and focusing your awareness just by intention that you receive the information clearly and that you really remain connected. And, you know, sometimes in my early work, I would say, um, you know, I asked to be connected to the highest truth, keep my ego out of it. And um, thank you in advance for this perfect time together. And um, sometimes I still do that if it's a really tricky reading or a weighted issue that I'm bringing to spirit. You know, um, sometimes people that I know ask me to do reads for them or help them get in touch with a loved one that has crossed. And it can be a mixed bag. Like sometimes it's really easy connection because the, the loved one on the other side is really skilled at communication. Other times I'm also emotionally distraught. So it's it's just like, oh my gosh, I just am too much of a puddle of soup and tears myself to really make a clear connection. So a lot of times I have to use my own things I'm teaching you to um, maintain a clear connection. And so um, otherwise, you know, I'll discount, right? I might get messages from loved ones that are, they're using my memories 
and they're calling up those memories as part of the communication process. And I have to be careful not to discount or discredit those memories, thinking that they're my ego embellishments or my own memory taking over. Sometimes that's how spirit integrates our mind with messages, right? So it, it, I'm going to definitely get into this really deeply when I talk to you about mediumship and the, all the different ways spirits, you know, get messages to us. But in your own time, when you're discerning truth and ego embellishments, and when it's all occurring through, again, like the brow chakra of, you know, what, what do I know? What is true? What is, what do I wish would happen? <laughs> and, and God told me these are the numbers to the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Right. It doesn't work that way. Um, uh, you know, but God, you know, but I also know the universe says, yeah, you want abundance. You can have abundance. Um, and then the life unfolds that the abundance can be there. I'm, I'm definitely all, all about that because then I can share the abundance or whatnot anyway. So, um, but, but you have to recognize that if you're bringing a weighted issue in or what are the circumstances, right, around the connection? Is there a, cir is there a circumstance around the connection? And does this allow for ego interference? You have to be savvy enough to kind of know what your agenda is. And also, again, I've already talked to you about trickster. You got to go higher so you don't have to deal with their faulty agenda or their trickster energy agenda. But when you're having your own time in in your, you know, dedicated connection time, or you're out in nature, or you're deciding to talk to your dog, or you're hoping to tune into a loved one, or you see, you know, somebody's loved one in the room in spirit form around you, because you're just exercising clairvoyance, and there they are. It's really about maintaining and holding that connection, and asking them to keep the connection strong, speak up, so that I can just relay the messages, stuff like this. Again, listen, I'm going to get into this in the future, but I just really wanted to kind of expose you to it in this episode. I hope you've um, held on for the ride between myself and the, the lovely, <laughs> hilarious guide that's coming in now and again. I found him hilarious because his energy frequency was so light and it made me giggle in his energetic presence but he was very succinct in what he was trying to say and through me and because he just wanted to take over. As you know, I let him. I also want to remind you that when you're getting messages from spirit and if you wonder if it's your ego and yet you feel like it's not and you really are holding all those connections of how does it feel in your heart, the information feels expansive and warm and true. If you're still in doubt that it's accurate, then um, ask the being that you're connecting with for an exterior sign. Give me an outward sign to know that this is true. Let me, you know, see your name in print or let me run into someone and have them bring up something or, you know, just any of these signs <laughs> that um, are confirmation that the information and the experience was accurate and true. I have to tell you, there's a part of me, Constance, that's like, oh, I want to erase this, all of these, all of these, and start anew and go specific, like a very clearly, like an organized scientific textbook through it all. But spirits yelling, no, don't erase any of it. You guys just will have to make do and sort your way through it. Because as you know, I don't edit. I don't have an editor. Um, it is just me, raw and real in this reality of uh, psychic development and soul awareness and honoring your journey, right? I also think that the more honest you are with yourself in your heart and in your thoughts, in your mind, in your words, the more integrity 
you have and therefore also the more integrity will be occurring in your spirit communications and your efforts there. So just keep that in mind. So this um, episode has been about ego interference and I'm hoping that I've opened up on some of the topics that might uh, be of interest in educational concepts for you in regards to looking at those um, areas in your own practice. Um, I will definitely keep this part of the conversation going. It's really important, especially um, if you do decide to kind of fine tune your mediumship skills or decide to become a medium or, um, you know, or even in your own spiritual practice of getting messages from spirit that are heavily weighted, that are, you know, topics of, of big weight and importance to you. It's really important that you, you keep your ego out of it. Um, you know, remember my saying, I will to will thy will. And if I will be difficult, keep me clear and keep my ego out of it. I, I do still say that. <laughs> I do still say that. Um, All right. So I'm really grateful for you. And I am so glad we've had this time together. And I've hoped you've garnered some gems of wisdom from it. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.